Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Fire up for pro football. That's what we call a sack lunch. Nom, 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 nom. This is Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad. Wouldn't kill you. We play some competitive sports once in a while, wouldn't it? Oh, would that make you love me? Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Hour 2 of 2 here on Football Sunday. If you're joining us because you think we're on 9 to 11, we'll be back to 9 to 11 next week. But uh, if you missed the first hour and want to listen to it, we've talked Ducks, Beebs, Blazers, movies, and uh, you can find them on the Les Schwab Tires podcast on 1080TheFan.com and the Odyssey app and Apple Podcasts and most places you can find your podcast. You can find that. So if you want to go hear it, and if you have fantasy football starts to questions, text 503-250-1080, and we'll get to as many as we can come 930 with Jesse Osmond from Explicit Fantasy Football. But, uh, okay, quick little NFL segment here because we ran long with the Blazers there before we get to hate it or love it. And I was looking at the standings coming into this segment, and – I already kind of knew this, but I, I it's, it was reminded to me from looking at the standings that the AFC is an absolute cluster this year. You've got the Bills are probably the best team, just purely based on talent across the board. Although after they lost last week to the Titans, they no longer have the best record. That is reserved for the Ravens. Um, Lamar Jackson's playing much, much better, especially passing the football here uh, these last few weeks. And is looking starting to look the part of a more well-rounded quarterback, which is huge for him because he he was always a guy who could run and he had some flashes of passing, but boy, some of his passes are rough. He's getting better, and then that's good. But these are all the teams in a playoff position early on in the season right now, um, or at least with a shot. You got the Bills at four and two, the Ravens at five and one, the Bengals at four and two, the Browns at four and three, the Titans at four and two, the Chargers and the Raiders at four and two. All of those teams. And the Chiefs are three and three. Let's not forget. We can't rule them out of a playoff spot just because they started the year slow. They're three and three. And the Steelers are three and three, but we can probably rule them out because, well, have you watched Big Ben? <laughs> it's not pretty. Uh, the AFC is a cluster. And I think the Bills are the best team. And it feels like it should be their year to to get out of the AFC. But honestly, right now, I don't know who really is, who really is going to be that great towards the end. All these teams have flaws. All these teams have uh, flashes. I don't. I don't know who to back. It's it's tough, you know, because you still have those teams that 
have those question marks like the Browns aren't going to have Baker Mayfield going forward. What does that look like uh, for them? The Bills had a tough loss last week, you know, but can they rebound? I think everybody's, you know, smart money for most of the conferences uh, being put on the Bills. But those damn Chargers yeah. you know, just keep finding out, of uh, figuring out ways to, oh, the last to impress week they were people. Dreadful. No, last week, you know, and there's always going to be some some bumps in the road. Every week isn't going to be perfect, but for the most part, through six weeks, uh, the Chargers have been awesome. You know, through six weeks, the Raiders have been uh, really something to be impressed by. Now we'll see what it looks like moving forward because I think last week was a big emotional win because of everything that happened with Gruden. But we'll see kind of how things look for them. Um, this week, uh, Cincinnati, like Cincinnati, between uh, Mixon, Burrow, and I, Jamar I'm not Chase. going against Jamar Chase. If there's ever a fantasy question and Jamar Chase is involved, Jamar Chase is going to be my pick every single week. I'm just putting that out there. Like, and so far, there's been one week where he hasn't been great as far as fantasy numbers, but Jamar Chase is just he's he's turning out to be one uh, one of the better young receivers in in the NFL, but. You're right, man. But the the NFC is still it's still crowded because you got a, everybody up top of their division has spent five and one, six and zero. Oh. So you got man. You I really just feel don't like know. we know who the best NFC teams are. In the AFC, it's a whole different. Well, picture. who's the best team in the NFC? You think it's the Cowboys? Well, no, no, no. I'm saying we know we we know the best teams. Okay, plural. Whereas, like in the AFC, it's like well, all these guys have have shown promise, but I I think it's the Bills. But I don't know. I mean. Yeah, I think the Cowboys, Packers, Bucks, Cardinals, Rams are the best teams yeah, in the, the NFC. Yeah, the, the best And they team, may even be the best teams in the NFL at this point, to be honest with you. It's very possible. Uh, I, I would probably go with the Bills, though. Um, Josh Allen is just playing so damn well. And uh, probably... It's annoying how wrong I was on him. I mean, and, and it's like that. Like, none of us none of us know. You know how, you know how wrong Mel Kuyper has been, you know, about players? About you know people had well, Mel Kiper's an idiot, and I'm a smart I'm saying, person. Todd McShay, you know how wrong some of these guys are that that's supposed to be their job. So yeah, of course Sam Darnold, you know, looked at him and said he's not going to be very good, and Sam Darnold's you know was playing pretty well, mm. you know, for for a certain point. You know, mm. they're three and three, so we can't look at the mm. the Chiefs and say they're three and three. Like, I mean, yeah, that's what happens when you play a staunch Cowboys defense. They expose you for what you are. That that you know that that Cowboys oh defense God. who's shutting people down. <laughs> You know, I don't. I don't think I've known cocky cowboy fan Joe because they've always <laughs> been eight and eight since I've known him. Oh, listen, cocky cowboy fan is just what the Cowboys are all the time. No, no, no. How cowboy fans? No, just, just Joe is usually me. depressed cowboys fan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, Joe's the other. Joe's the other. But Joe's the exception. Everyone else, though. This year, though, going into it, the reason I am so on my high horse about the Cowboys is because everyone thought they're going to be middle of the road, eight like and nine, going to lose the division to the Washington football team. And I was listening to it all year. I'm like, nope, that's that's not going to be the case this year. Uh, it's not going to. Okay. All right. Just hear me out on that. And they're like, no, no, Cowboys. That division sucks. The Cowboys are no, nope, 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 and so I had to listen to that for about four or five months. I think we all had the Cowboys winning this division, didn't we? Yeah, but we also thought that they were going to be like eight and eight and nine. Or I want you to the check the was. notes because I feel like Mike might have had Washington. I'm gonna, I'm gonna oh, go find it. I might have. I'm gonna go find it. It's well, you know where room. it is. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna go find it. Yeah, I'm gonna go get it. <laughs> I'll it's go in get the other it. room. That's right. Did I have Washington winning? I probably did. Possibly. Boy, that defense has been rough. It's it and then Ron Rivera good. came out and said, "I'm not changing anything yet." On defense, I was like, "What? You probably should." <laughs> but the but are you are you watching what's going on? No, there's no. Last problem. year you had a great defense. 
there's no issue right now. We're going to keep what I, – honestly, I think that's coach speech for – I know what the hell I'm doing. Leave me alone, mm. you know. And uh, you know, like I'm not gonna because I, I feel he like does that's, know what the hell he's doing. He's been a coach for a yeah, long time, you know. And so I, I feel like when they say like even for the Oregon situation with Anthony Brown, like we all see it. Like man, you should probably you should have probably put him on the bench and and went with your with your freshman. But man, if you're Mario Cristobal, like I've been coaching longer than you've been breathing. So yeah, I know what I'm doing. Type thing. So I, I think that's where we are with with Ron Rivera right now. All right, let's uh, let's get back on the clock here for Hate It or Love It and Fantasy Scramble. Remember, text in, start set questions, fantasy football, 503-250-1080. That's coming up in 15 minutes. Next is Hate It or Love It. This is Football Sunday on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. That music means it's time for Hate It or Love It. Joe will ask us some questions. He'll reward us with points or deduct points if he hates it. And then uh, and then we will uh, win or lose. There's no, there's no host in the last segment when we have the show at this time because of the time. But, you know. Honor and pride, of course, that's important. Bragging rights are always important. Also, Man United's angry and is kicking people in the face and the balls. And you didn't even get hit stomach. in the head. Stop it! Like these guys, these acting ass soccer players. <laughs> stop it! All right, Joe, what do you got for us? All baseball for Rashad today. Hell yeah, let's go! I'm no, unfortunately let's go. not. No baseball. Oh, but go okay. Braves! I've been prepared, yeah. Go Braves. Go Braves, I know. Okay. My cousin lives in Atlanta. I never hear from her until any Atlanta team is doing well. <laughs> then all of a sudden she wants to text me. How about those Braves, Robert? Oh. I feel like that's basically every Atlanta sports fan. Every Atlanta I never heard from her about the Hawks until they made the, uh, the conference finals last year. The Hawks might have one of the more bandwagon fan bases in all of the NBA. I do love Trey Young, though. 
Yeah, so. he's good. But yeah. when they when they suck, I mean, abs. I, I know that fans don't show up to teams that suck, but I feel like the Atlanta, Atlanta Hawks are notorious. There's so that. many things to do in Atlanta, though. You, you know, it's like it, Miami. It's I think Miami Atlanta people. sports fans are probably that way. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. You ever been to Atlanta? No. No. There's so many things to do there. You're not worried about the Hawks, bro. It's kind of like a UCLA Bruins game, even when they're good. Yeah, no one cares. Just what it is. Oh! Uh, all football today. NFL, mostly. Baltimore Ravens, they are 5-1. and one. Best record in the AFC taken on the 4-2 Cincinnati Bengals today. This one is in Baltimore, Baltimore. But, hated to love it, the Cincinnati Bengals get the win over Baltimore today. Boy, uh, get the win? Yes, that is the question. I hate, I hate. Statement. I bet on the Bengals this week, plus six and a half. Ah, that's tasty. I think it's going to be a very close game. I think the Bengals are still undervalued in Vegas right now because of their last few seasons. And they had a pretty slow start as well. But with Joe Burrow, with Jamar Chase, with Joe Mixon, you mentioned those guys. I mean, the, the offense that they have is really, really good. And they're really still not fully protecting Joe Burrow, but he's been the number one or number two quarterback in the NFL against the Blitz so far this year. And what team blitzes the most? Rashad? Uh, is it the Baltimore Ravens? It's the Baltimore Ravens. Thanks, bud. No problem. Uh, so he's one of the best quarterbacks against the Blitz, and they blitz the most. They're going to keep this game very, very close. I think, and we'll, we'll talk about this when we have more time, probably next week. Uh, Lamar Jackson's kind of coming out party here is is becoming more and more apparent to a lot of people. He's good enough that he's going to keep the Bengals at, at an arm's length. But their defense has been better, too. That's the thing. Their defense has been terrible the last few years, and it's really improved this year. I just don't think they're right there yet. I feel like they're going to be in the playoff picture towards the end, especially with the expanded. But it's going to be... It's still the Ravens division right now, and they're still the better team here. I just feel like it's going to be a close game. So I'm going to say hate for the Bengals to win, but love that they cover the six and a half. Let's go. Uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna say hate, man. Um, I think while I really, really like the Chargers and I really like what they've done this year, I think the people that are the teams that the Ravens have beat this year have just been more quality teams. You know, they've, they've beaten the Chargers, which is a great team. They've beaten the Chiefs, which is a great team. The Colts, which is, uh, I mean, I don't want to call them a great playing team. Playing better but, now. Yeah, they're playing better, though. So that's at least th- uh, three of their five wins they have that came against uh, pretty quality teams as opposed to uh, the Bengals who have got some wins, but those wins were against the Steelers, the Steelers that are kind of struggling, against the Jaguars, who are terrible, against the Lions, who are terrible. So while they have Joe Mixon and while they have Joe Burrow and also Jamar Chase, who I absolutely love, man, they don't have a Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is the most exciting player in the NFL right now, and Patrick Mahomes is still in the NFL, and he's a dude that continues to get better as a passer. I just think the Ravens have started to kind of hit their stride. I think they win the day. Uh, yeah, and I'll go ahead and say that they cover they cover the six and a half as well, huh? I think so. I do like that six and a half, Mike. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, really excited about that one. I have four four picks I'm pretty happy about this week. Also with uh, the, what's their name? The Bengals. I think they have two game-winning field goal wins this year. So that uh, four and two could easily be a three and three or a two and four. And I think they have a rookie kicker as well. 
Yeah, who thought he had a game winner against the Packers. Yes, <laughs> he did. That was good. Uh, watch for Trey Hendrickson against the left tackle today for the Ravens because Ronnie Stanley out for the year for the Ravens. Oh, I didn't see that. Yes. Ooh. Done for the year. Rough. He's really good. Yes. All right. Moving on to another AFC battle today. The Kansas City Chiefs, they looked pretty impressive in that second half of their game against Washington last week. Seemed to kind of flip a switch on the offensive side of the ball. And the Titans, they get a big win against the Bills on Monday night. So, who do you got? Is it going to be hate it or love it? Kansas City Chiefs right the ship against the Titans and get a big win? Ooh. I've, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hate it. Um, unfortunately, man, King Henry is just—he's too much. If you haven't seen this guy's just workout regimen and the way he works on his stiff arms, things like that, man, it's—it's it's too much to handle. Then you look at that receiving core, who's finally looks like they're starting to come around all of a sudden. Uh, they got a couple big wins back to back, including one against Buffalo. I don't want to call the Jaguars win a big win, but beating the Buffalo Bills, who I think we all consider among the best teams in the NFL, uh, is a pretty big deal. Uh, Tennessee just figures it figures figures out ways to win. Tannehill's not that good, but Tannehill still finds that finds ways to win. And whenever you have a guy like Derrick Henry in the back in the backfield, all you got to do is give him the ball and say, "Go get us a few yards," and he's going to be able to do that. The right now it seems like the Chiefs struggle in a lot of different areas. They struggle against the run. They struggle against the pass. And the one thing place you don't want to struggle is against the run. And the best running back in the league over the past like three or four years is coming at you. So I think the Chiefs still got some uh, some demons to exercise. So I think the, t- the Titans walk away with this one at home. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say love. This is another one of my bets this week. I have Kansas City minus four and a half. They finally, finally covered a spread last week and beat the Washington football team by 17 points or 18 points, I think it was. But um, Tennessee coming off a short week because they played Monday night in an emotional game against the Bills and the Chiefs after their slow start needing to kind of have that extra energy to get themselves back to the top of the division. And in the playoff hunt, I feel like this is the perfect time for uh, trap is the wrong word, but for a letdown game for the Titans. And I feel like the Chiefs defense last week figured some stuff out. Now, I know that it was the Washington football team offense, which has not been great this year. Well, that's a team to figure out stuff on. Right. But they were getting lit by everybody and they, they gave up less than 20 points. You're right. King Henry has been incredible and the chiefs rush defense has not been very, very good. I'm sure he'll get his today, but it feels, this feels like to me, like a a 34 to 21 game where it's just going to be chiefs keeping the Titans at arm's length the entire time. Because offensively, they've got the pressure. They got to win now. They started off poorly. They got to win. Right. And I kind of, I, I feel like it's just going to be one of those games, especially on the short week for the Titans. So, uh, love that Chiefs win. All right. And as you both mentioned, Derrick Henry, pretty good football player. Oh, I mean, what? He's okay. He's average. He's got this running back thing down. Um, with the extra game this year, he is on pace to set the single season rushing record with like 2,200 yards. I think it was like 2270 he's on pace for. Those records shouldn't count. Just saying anymore. Uh, They need to be a whole new list of uh, set of records now. Well, yeah, you're probably right. I mean, I think I did the average through 16 games. If he's uh, projected at this pace, he'll finish at like uh, 2000. He'll finish with another 2000 yard season. That's crazy. In just 16 games. So that's crazy. Um, Yeah. I mean, with his performances, the way he's been looking this year, hate it or love it. 
Derrick Henry is your MVP favorite. Oh, my God. MVP favorite for a running back. That's so difficult. Hasn't happened since 2012. Uh, I'm going to say hate because there's a ton of great quarterback play going on right now that will eventually outweigh what Derrick Henry's doing. I also just can't see Henry running like this every week this year. I mean, if he does what he's done so far every week, yeah, he's probably going to win MVP because he's going to be rushing for like 150 yards every game. But you've got Kyler Murray and you've got Justin Herbert and you've got Tom Brady and all these guys as as MVP front runners right now. Dak Prescott. <laughs> and Dak Prescott and probably Aaron Rodgers up there. Those are like five elite quarterbacks that and Lamar Jackson too. Six elite quarterbacks that you can probably just look at and say they're MVP candidates and then you've got Derrick Henry. Based on trends, who's winning the MVP? It's the quarterback. One of them. And also, based on how we've seen Derrick Henry the last few years, he will eventually have a couple of slower weeks where he just doesn't get the crazy yardage. Usually it happens earlier in the year and he, he kind of picks up steam towards the end of the year. It hasn't happened yet this year for him necessarily. But um, I just feel like a couple of slow weeks for him seem likely it's the running back position. Maybe he picks up a little injury and it slows him down or he misses a game. And then you got, you know, a couple of those quarterbacks just keep lighting the world on fire. It, it'll be one of the QBs, I think. So, Pete. Uh, man, I, I, I'm, I'm going to hate it as well, man. Uh, the MVP has become really a, a quarterback um, award. It might as well be a quarterback of the year. You mentioned the last running back to win was 2012. 2012? And then again, before that, I want to say it was like 2005 or six with Sean Alexander. You know what I'm saying? Like. Uh, I think before that, it was uh, LaDainian Tomlinson. LT, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Who point, won so it in 2012? It was AP. Adrian oh, it was AP. Yeah. But outside of that, like, you know, it is it is a quarterback award. Tom Brady's on pace to throw, like, 60 touchdowns, 61 touchdowns this year. If he really continues to do what they're doing and, and the Tampa Bay continues to win, uh, you, you obviously we talked about Josh Allen and the way that the Bills are playing. If he indeed is the best player on the best team at the end of the season, I would expect – uh, that award to go to them. If Dak Prescott continues to play the way he's playing and, and the Cowboys can make it to 14 and three or, you know, somewhere right around there, man, expect Dak Prescott to be uh, in the mix for that. So uh, as great as Derrick Henry is, and he's outrushing every other running back by like 250 yards, like a full, he's, there's a full game separation between he and the next best running back in the league, which is crazy to me. But unfortunately, unless the Titans go uh, and have a great record, I'm saying somewhere around 14 and 3, 13 and 4, then no, I don't think Derrick Henry's going to walk away with that uh, MVP this year. Uh, yeah, you hit it on the nose. He's like, I think, 240 yards above the next running back that's, in uh, rushing. That's a, that's a full two games. You know, if we're talking about like you get 125 yards in a game, you had a great game. Like, he he also has like 50 more carries than the next closest guy to get out of here. Like he's, he's, he's incredible. And if he breaks records, like really, really breaks records. Yeah. I would expect them to do that, but they love quarterbacks. Definition of a workhorse. And Rashad is your winner. Oh, Hey, Oh, uh, and I'm going to throw it to Mike Lynch. Thanks Rashad. <laughs> Coming up next, it's time for the Fantasy Scramble. Jesse Osmond, Explosive Fantasy Football, will join us. Send in those start-sick questions. It's a tough week this week. 503-250-1080. I've seen a lot of teams have a lot of guys on buys and are, and are hurt, and there's been some surprises this morning, like Darren Waller is out. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, a healthy scratch for the Patriots. I was trying to start him this week. So there's a lot of things that happen very late on. So if you have 
questions, let us know, and we'll get to them first. Joe has sports. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is what you get when you wait until the last minute. It's your pick. Fine, whatever. Blah, 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 blah. This guy. A kicker. I like kickers. Listen up, you fantasy coaches. Mike and Rashad are here to save your butt with some last-minute injury news and roster advice. The only reason my team finished as terrible as it is because everybody on the team was hurt. Literally every single player on my team was hurt. This is Fantasy Scramble, part of Football Sunday on 1080 The Fan. Literally every single player is on bye this week, it feels like. It's been labeled by Mageddon. It's a really, really difficult fantasy week for a lot of people. Uh, I do not have Dalvin Cook or CeeDee Lamb or uh, Mike Williams in my league this this week. So I, I've had to make a lot of decisions here. Uh, also just found out that Ramondre Stevenson's a healthy scratch. So I'm just f- happy, really happy right now because he was going to start for me. But uh, it's a tough week. And, I'm just uh, hoping to get a win. Yeah. Literally, zero and six. Oh no! Worst fantasy start I've ever had. Zero and six. Yeah, Joe. Most points. Uh, Are you not listening to our advice that we give you? Oh, I mean, uh, I was <laughs> not listening to my own advice to begin with. I mean, it was it's bad. Least points scored and most sp- points scored against in my league. Wow! So you're just having one of those, huh? Just one of those. At seasons. least fantasy hockey's going better, right? Uh, we'll see in a couple weeks. <laughs> Jesse Osman, explicit fantasy football, joins us like he does every single week. Uh, you can find him at PDX underscore EFF on Twitter or on YouTube and Facebook, explicit fantasy football. What's up, Jesse? Oh, not much. Just uh, enjoying uh, another week of football. I'm just enjoying the fact that every single wide receiver that I like or add to my roster seems to either end up on IR or just missing a week. Yep. Um, you know, I, I feel bad for the Giants. I mean, I I think their number one receiver this week is going to be Dante Pettis. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. No. Yeah, I feel, I'm, I'm like really feeling bad for like New York fans, like both Giants and Jets, because this year is just not gone. I don't yeah, think don't feel bad. Don't feel bad for them. It's okay. <laughs> they got the Knicks. Uh, I'm starting David Johnson in fantasy, so you know, feel bad for me. Um, I all yeah. There we go. <laughs> Have to play two of these guys. And by the way, text your starts to questions if you're just joining for the first time. Fantasy football, 503 250 1080. 
Have to play two of these guys, non-PPR, Alex Collins, Antonio Gibson, J.D. McKissick, Mike Davis. So non-PPR key here. I think that eliminates J.D. McKissick from contention for me. Antonio Gibson is going to try and play again through the shin injury that he played through last week but knocked him out early. Uh, I'm definitely starting Alex Collins out of these four. He is questionable but is playing on Monday uh, with Geno Smith, the quarterback there. They're going to run the football, and he actually ran really, really well last weekend. So that's that's one for sure. And I, I know Mike Davis scored a touchdown last week, but I really don't like him. So I'm going to go with Antonio Gibson. Alex Collins, Antonio Gibson. Uh, I, I get two. Yes. Uh, Collins and Gibson as well. Man, you guys both went with sits for me this week. And then, uh, Mike, you, you sat my start. I actually think Mike Davis is a good start this week. Oh, really? Um, uh, yes, I do. I do think, um, especially coming off a bye, the, they look pretty good in London. There is a very good cohesion between, um, Davis and, Patterson in that backfield. Davis is still getting the most work. He is getting the most snaps and he is getting red zone work as well. So I know the flash has been Cordell Patterson, but a lot of that has been the passing game, not the running game. Uh, Davis still getting double digits every week there. I'm worried about Gibson. Um, we're talking about a guy that I, I think has only ran uh, more than 14 times in a game, I think twice this season. I, I don't have my notes up in front of me, but um, he's got that shin injury, didn't finish last week. I'm worried about him. Um, and then Alex Collins is the same thing. We heard earlier this week on Thursday um, that Alex Collins was going to practice. Like Pete Carroll said, Alex Collins will practice. He was did not participate that day. So now we're hearing (laughs) Pete Carroll say Alex Collins will play. And this is the problem with Pete Carroll. He is overly optimistic. It is possible Alex Collins will play, but it's also very possible Alex Collins won't play. And now you're on a Monday night scrambling and maybe somebody already picked up DJ Dallas. Maybe somebody already picked up Rashad Penny. Maybe somebody already picked up Travis Homer. And now what are you going to do? That's the problem with starting a guy that's, very questionable on a Monday night. So that's why I'm going to say, I think if he goes, he could be very good, but I'm worried about no backup situation there. Um, and so it's, it's going to be Mike Davis. And then who are my other options here? JD McKissick, Antonio Gibson and, it, and uh, Collins and Collins. Wow. Uh, well, Non-PPR. I am going to go Gibson. I am going to go Gibson on this um, over JD McKissick because he is the early down work. But I, I mean, there. It, it's kind of the coin flip here between Alex Collins and, and um, Gibson for me. All right. So this is from P1 Dustin. I guess we gave his girlfriend bad advice a couple of weeks ago, and now she wants us to redeem ourselves. Pick Uh-oh. two, AJ Green, Julio Jones, Christian Kirk. Um, well, Julio Jones is one of those for sure. I'm not going to play both Cardinals receivers at the same time. It's really difficult in the Cardinals offense because there's so many guys who can catch the ball there. And now don't forget Zach Ertz starting tight end for uh for Arizona after Max Williams is really gruesome knee injury based on the targets that we've seen and this is usually how I make my choices in these tougher decisions is I'm going to go with Christian Kirk because he's got more targets generally speaking than AJ Green he's been a little bit more consistent um it's a really really difficult decision I feel like it's purely a coin flip out of those two so I'm definitely taking Julio and honestly, I, you could flip a coin and pick one of those two and, and potentially get it right. But for me, I'm going to take Christian Kirk. Is Julio playing today? Is, yes. Is, okay, he was listed as questionable. So 
Uh, I'm going to go Julio. Um, you said A.J. Green? Yes, A.J. Green, Christian Kirk, okay. both on the card. I was hoping you said A.J. Brown. That would have been easy, but uh, you did not. I don't know. He's been pretty bad <laughs> so, this year. <laughs> yeah, but still, uh, over A.J. Green, that still would have you know been my answer. Uh, I think I would probably go Christian Kirk as well, uh, although it, A.J. Green's going to have a great game at one point. We just don't know when. But uh, I would go Julio and Christian Kirk. All right, guys. Um, I I just I gotta be once again the contrarian here. I'm 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 going to go with Julio Jones. Um, I I will say I do this every once in a while, but it's not necessarily a wise decision to start two wide receivers from the same team. So uh, with that said, that's why we'll go Julio for sure. Um, he has not been particularly great this year, but um, you know if he can come close to what he did. Uh, before his injury, then I think he should be pretty good this week. And then I'm going to go A.J. Green. Uh, we're talking about a guy who um, is been getting targets every single week. I, outside of week five, he's had six targets every single week. Um, and we have seen Kirk with more than six targets, but we've also seen multiple weeks with Kirk below six targets. It's a tough one because Kirk is good, but A.J. Green is out there running more routes. He is getting a consistent amount of, of volume. And, he is and a red zone threat game. for them, too. Yeah. He, he is a red zone threat. I mean, I'm playing quarter, quarter point PPR, and he, he, he scored 15 points in week six. Week five was a dud with 1.5, but then 14.95, 13.45, and 11.15 in quarter point PPR. He's been pretty damn consistent. He's got three touchdowns on the season. And then you're talking about Houston. Now, this is the thing that worries me is that is that Houston's defense and their secondary has actually been a lot better than what people anticipate, and a lot of that has been because people have been running the ball on them. So I think that both A.J. and Kirk could come up lame today. I think it's quite possible. Um, but, I, I yeah, I'm going to go with the old vets on this one. I, I like Kirk a lot, but he's just he's still the third to fourth guy in that, in that offense. Quarterback question, Mac Jones or Jimmy G in a monsoon? Yeah, the weather's supposed to be really bad for Colts, Niners. Uh, I'm going to go Mac Jones on that one. Uh, the Niners run the ball constantly. That's their that's their offense, and I, I hate Jimmy G. I really do. I don't think he's that good of a quarterback, nor is he a great fantasy quarterback. Plus, with weather involved, it just makes it that much more difficult. Uh, Mac Jones is nothing special. Neither of these options are no, anything special, but I understand the situation you're in. I'm going to go Mac Jones against the Jets versus Jimmy G against the Colts. I'm going to go Mac Jones against the Jets just simply because Mac Jones is playing against the Jets. And, you know, and because, um, like you said, it's it's hard to throw the ball in a monsoon. So I'm going Mac Jones for no other reason because besides it's raining and he's playing against the Jets. Yeah, I, I think we can make this a clean, a clean sweep. I, 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 I like – I don't hate Jimmy G. I think he's a, a serviceable quarterback. But that's about it, and, and you nailed it with he's not a good fantasy quarterback. So I'll, I'll go with Mac Jones, Bill Belichick, and, and, the, and the playing the Jets. Flex spot PPR, uh, Alex Collins or Damian Williams. So Williams was on COVID list last week. He is back. But the problem is, is that Khalil Herbert came in and ran really, really well. So it may be more of a bit of a split carry situation in Chicago than what we thought previously when he took over for the injured David Montgomery. Uh Jesse already told you all about Alex Collins injury situation. They say he's playing, but do you trust Pete Carroll uh, in this situation? Assuming Alex Collins plays, I'm picking Collins. Um, but if you choose Collins, it might be worth it. It's probably too late now, but it might be worth it to 
uh, by tomorrow morning to get a backup for Seattle if they're available as a just in case. But I would pick Collins. Uh, I'm probably gonna uh, pick Collins as well. Um, it's not the Dam- Damian Williams is the other choice, right? Yes. Uh, Damian Williams didn't play terrible last week. He was able to get a score in 64 yards, so you got some points on the board. So, um, but yeah, I probably think Collins is probably the go for this one. Yeah, I mean, I would prefer Collins, but I'm only going to play Collins if I either have uh, DJ Dallas or Rashad Penny on my roster. So I have to go out there. I have to pick up one of them right now if I'm going to play Collins. And then get ready to be prepared for if if Collins doesn't play, that you're kind of gambling on which one of these running backs is going to get the work because it could be DJ. It could be Rashad. We don't know. And then get ready to possibly be in a world of suck for Monday night. So I would like to play Alex Collins, uh, but I do think Damian Williams is, if there's a, a way to defeat Tampa Bay with a running back, it is in the passing game. And as we've seen from Khalil Herbert, that's not where his game is. So Damian Williams, to me, is the better play in this backfield this week. But I would rather play Alex Collins. Both of them have a terrible matchup, but I'd rather play Alex Collins. All right, we got a break. We'll uh, get through the rest of them at the other end of the break. Uh, Jesse, hang on for a couple of minutes. This is Fantasy Scramble on Football Sunday on 1080 The Fan. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. All right, we are wrapping up the show here with a couple more fantasy scramble questions. Jesse Osmond from Explicit Fantasy Football joining to help us out. If you listen to any of us, listen to him more than, than the two of us. But uh, so don't don't yell at me if I said something wrong, okay? She looks nice in that orange jacket. Okay, all right. <laughs> Next question that came in, half point PPR, Devontae Freeman or Nicole Hardman for my flex. Um. Starting anybody not named Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey in that Chiefs offense is a uh, is a way to be very disappointed because they're probably going to get two points, but they have the chance to get like 50 points. Um, whereas Devontae Freeman, uh, Jesse said this last week, and I, I paid more attention to it. He has looked the best of the group of running backs for the Ravens. And Latavius Murray is out this week. Now that means Tyson Williams is going to be back in the mix. It's still going to be a committee, but I'm going to take Freeman over Hardman. Just the, the, the fluctuation with those chiefs players is really difficult. So I'm going to take Freeman. Yeah. I'm going to take a Freeman as well. Uh, he's been getting, I don't know. He's never really gotten a lot of carries, but he's getting more carries last week. He actually, I think he scored last week. Did he not? Freeman? I think so. So yes, yeah, I guess did. the, oh, did he? So yeah. Um, I only know that because I actually turned to, uh, red zone when he was uh, scoring. So, so I know that. But yeah, I'd probably go Freeman this week. Yeah, last week. I mean, last week, the the Chargers, I mean, they, they kind of showed you, you know, they're really definitely a matchup that you want to play your running backs against. Um, the Baltimore had a lot of success running the ball against them. But um, Freeman, like I said, that guy does look like he has 
first of all these old guys, you know, Latavius Murray, Bell, Freeman. He's the one that does still look like a guy that has something left in the tank. Nico Hardman, we've just been there, done that. I mean, even when Tyreek Hill's not there, he hasn't been able to show up consistently. So is there upside there? Yeah, he's got Patrick Mahomes throwing the ball. But I think you have a lot more upper upside and opportunity with um, Freeman, especially with Latavius Murray out this week. I, I could see him being the lead back this week with the way he's looked um, since they started playing him. Quarterback carousel continues for my 16-team league. Options for this week, Carson Wentz, Jameis Winston, Derek Carr, Jimmy G. Uh, it's Derek Carr. Out of these four, he's the best fantasy quarterback, and uh, I don't even think it's particularly close, so I'm just going to go Carr on this one. You said Carr, and who else? Wentz, Jimmy G, Winston, Carr. Carr. I mean... Um, if it was three years ago, four years ago, I would have said wins, but it's not. So, uh, David Carr, they're actually winning. Yeah, um, man, I, I, I'm pretty sure it's Carr as well. You know, we, we've seen what the highs are with Carr. The, the problem with Carr is there's typically lows. Is he has a lower floor than most quarterbacks with the ceiling that he has, which is unfortunate, but he has the ceiling of these guys, you know, um, Jameis Winston, just they're not throwing the ball in New Orleans enough. I, I need to see him throw the ball more than 30 times in a game. And you talk about Carson Wentz. I don't think he's thrown more than two touchdowns in a game this season. He did have about 400-yard uh, game the other day. But it it's, to me, this one is it just make it a clean sweep. All right, we got to go rapid fire for the last two. Standard, Flex, Robert Woods, or Elijah Mitchell, Boy, Woods caught a touchdown last week, but otherwise wasn't involved in the offense again. He's had one week where he's been largely involved in the offense, and that's it. Elijah Mitchell healthy and going to be the number one running back on a team that runs the ball a lot. Um, I know Woods is the better player. I'm more excited by the ceiling of Woods, but I think safety and with a standard non-PPR, I'm going Elijah Mitchell. Um, Yeah, I'm going to go Elijah Mitchell as well. Yeah, this is one where, unfortunately, I mean, I, I want to say Woods, but, you know, the week five or week six to me was kind of a little bit of, of uh, just make him happy. The last week is more like what we've seen all season long. Elijah Mitchell, he, Jermichael Hasty is coming back this week, so I'm curious to see if they ride um, Mitchell as much as they have this season, but I, I would go Mitchell and, and Standard. That's typically my play is go running back. All right, last one real quick. PPR, Devontae Booker or Antonio Gibson. I'm going Booker because of what Jesse said. Gibson's injury has been iffy, so I'm going Booker. 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 All right, thank you, Jesse. At PDX Thanks, underscore bro. EFF is where you can find them and exclusive fantasy football on, on YouTube and Facebook, and uh, we'll talk to you next week, and uh, that's it for us. Thank for thank you for listening. If you missed any of it, and you want to go back and find it. Les Schwab Tires Podcast, Tennessee the Fan.com and the Odyssey app and Apple Podcasts and all those places. Good luck in buying again this week. And uh, hopefully you get a win. And we'll see you guys next week, 9 to 11. Next week, we'll be back to the normal time, at least for one week. So uh, that'll be that. And uh, we'll see you then. Have a very good weekend, everybody. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 